Good evening and welcome to an all new episode of What the Friday. Tonight's episode is going to be a little different from my normal gore and horror, but it's something that I've been thinking about for a while now. And no, it's not more Dayton horror stories or anything that directly pertains to my personal life. I mean, I guess in a way it kind of does, but um, I know y'all are happy to hear that there's no more Dayton stories. Um, But this episode anyway... It does explain why we, as in the true crime community, are so obsessed with true crime. And the list of reasons is pretty long, not terribly long, but pretty long. So stick around and see which explanation resonates with you. Welcome to What the Friday, an after dark series presented by mystery, murder, and magic. Have you ever stopped to think about why you're so interested in true crime? Or maybe even a friend or family member has asked, like, why are you so obsessed with it? I've said it before, but I think the big thing that draws me into true crime is the psychology and the science behind it all. Like, why criminals do the things they do, why they behave this way. And how the forensic teams are and tools and whatnot are used to solve these crimes but i know that it goes a lot deeper than that so knowing that i I decided to kind of look into see why we are the way we are you know what what makes us really interested in true crime stories so like i said i did a little research and i want to share with y'all tonight what i found now first i just want y'all to know that true crime obsession isn't weird it's just a normal part of human nature but like with anything you can take it too far so just make sure you balance it out so it doesn't take over your entire life i don't remember exactly when my obsession started but i'd have to say it was at least about 15 years ago and i can remember staying up late at night when there was like very few true crime stories on tv but um i remember watching forensic files and then unsolved mysteries and a couple other shows like that pulled me in also and i'm pretty sure that it wasn't anything like oh i'm gonna watch something about true crime and i i think it was probably more of it in the beginning it was just one of those things of trying to find something you wanted to watch on tv you know now there have been scientific studies carried out to figure out the fascination with true crime and a group of evolutionary psychologists have explained it that we're drawn to things like murder rape and theft because they've always been a part of society over the years and it's just human nature to be tuned into criminal behavior because we want to know who what when where and why and the reason we want to know all of that is because it helps us learn why these criminals do these things and in a way we can kind of or at least we feel like we can protect ourselves and our families from this type of thing happening to us now evil as much as we try to stay out of its path it is something we're fascinated with and another thing about true crime that i think pulls us in is the details you know, television news is on 24-7, but they really don't go into a lot of the details of a crime, and we just want to know more. 
So that goes back to the who, what, when, where, and what, and how, too. Um, but we want the details, the deep, dark, whole story of what happened. Now, I did mention a week or so ago that the majority of my listeners are female, and it just so happens that it is a statistic that is widespread through the true crime community. Back in 2010, a study was carried out by the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign, and it found that women were more drawn to true crime than men. And that could be because the majority of the victims in all of the true crime stories that we watch, the majority of those victims are female. So it's easy for us to identify with them. And then there's this, and this is like strictly my opinion, don't come from any research but I think a lot of women are drawn to that bad boy type you know the charming but up to no good type like Ted Bundy for instance I like to think that I would have been too smart to be one of Ted's victims but then think about how a smile has lured me before and I know that I would probably soon be taking a ride in, in his Volkswagen and it's not like there's not plenty out there to feed our addiction. Nearly every week a new true crime store uh, or a true crime show is premiering. And you can go on any site that hosts podcasts and find pages and pages of true crime podcasts. And there's entire TV channels dedicated to crime stories. And then you can go on YouTube and there's channel after channel to watch story after story of true crime. So, I mean, there's literally this endless supply of the, air quotes, drugs, or drug that, that feeds our addiction. And unfortunately, or fortunately, it depends on how you want to look at it, there's always going to be new stories for us to pour over. Now, true crime has been around forever, but over recent years, there's been a dramatic uptick and the popularity of the media that's out there on that subject. I think a lot of it really picked up when we were all stuck at home during quarantine at the height of COVID. When we were home with Netflix and other true crime buffets, as I call them, and a lot of time on our hands. Maybe it provided a form of escape when it seemed that the world was going crazy. And the cool thing about the surge in popularity is that now we have a ton of internet sleuths solving crimes and mysteries that couldn't or hadn't been solved by the police. And then there's that morbid curiosity. It's like, you know how when you're driving by a wreck on the side of the road? We know that we should look away, but we just can't. It gives us a sense that things could be a lot worse. And there's also the fact that a lot of people get some sort of sense of pleasure from other people's suffering. They feel better about themselves. And that's not to say that the people who feel this way are actually getting off from someone else's misfortune. They're just glad it's not happening to them. Now, for others, listening to true crime podcasts and watching true crime shows and documentaries is therapeutic. Especially if you've ever been the victim of a crime. It gives you somebody to relate to, like, with something that has been through some 
something that's similar to what you went through. So there's that comfort. It's that, yeah, this person gets it. That provides some of us with a sense of comfort and gives a feeling of inclusion. Now, I mentioned earlier that for some of us, we have that feeling of we're glad it's not happening to us. We're glad we're not the victim. But on the other side of that, some of us are glad that we're not criminals. We're glad we didn't act out in the heat of the moment. We've all had those moments where we want to react irrationally. Probably even have had or have even said some things we didn't mean. But when we see these actions actually played out, we can easily put ourselves in a place where we're glad that we didn't let things get out of hand. And I've often asked myself while watching true crime shows, could I do this? Could I bring myself to commit this type of crime? And the answer is always no. I couldn't do what this person has done. But I think it's a healthy way to learn about yourself and what you're capable of doing in a criminal sense. Then, you know, some of us are adrenaline junkies. It can be compared with that feeling you get when you ride a roller coaster. Some of us live for that thrill. Or maybe it's that we like being scared to death, but not really being in actual danger. I mean, there's plenty of horror movies out there for us to watch. Those are usually based on like slasher type characters, and we know that's something that we really won't ever run to in our lives. But serial killers and rapists and other criminals, those are the real dangers out there. And it's something that we could possibly encounter. Those are the real life monsters. And watching these documentaries or listening to podcasts, it allows us to deep, like, do this deep diving into those scenarios, all from the safety and comfort of our homes, our cars. Now, on the flip side of all of this, there are those out there who worry about that, you know, the obsession with true crime is psychologically unhealthy. They fear that it desensitizes the viewers and for some that have been through their own true crime situation it could re-traumatize them so that's why i mentioned having a healthy balance now i've mentioned several times at the end of like really heavy dark episodes that i need to go meditate or take a bath i find it very important that after i've talked about heinous crimes to do something to release that from my mind and body that can become overwhelming if you dwell on it. So do something to clear your mind, whether it's a nap, a walk, a bath, you know, meditation, whatever. It's good and important to release it. And psychologists can explain our obsession with the true crime world in many ways. But y'all, I think it comes down to curiosity. Whether it's innocent or morbid, we all have a sense of curiosity much like we have when we were little children we need to know what happened or what could happen and why it happened and who did it and there's absolutely nothing wrong with it or weird about it now did any of this make sense to you guys because you know I, I, the whole time i was doing the research i'm like yeah that's it and the more i researched i was like yeah that that fits me too and so it just made a whole lot of sense to me um but i had been thinking about this for a while like 
why is there it seems like all of a sudden such a fascination with true crime so I know this is not like my normal episodes and I'm gonna gonna get back to those and Halloween is coming up so you know it's time to get into the spooky stuff too but anyway y'all that's all I have for tonight's what the Friday be sure to come back on Monday evening for an all-new mystery murder and mayhem good night